Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. This is episode 71. Did I get that right? Yep. All right, yay. Um, and I'm obviously Lucas and that was my brother, Matt, which if you haven't heard this podcast before, it's just basically us fumbling our way through it for most of it. Um, so we're off to a pretty awesome start so far. How you been, Matt? Yeah, not bad. All right, sweet. Um, so we've we've been just playing some games and stuff, and uh, actually we've we've probably mixed it up a little bit recently, because if you know, like I said, if you have listened to this podcast before, especially the last couple, really we talked about Destiny for quite a lot of the last few episodes, because um, it was so huge. We played so much of it, but we've kind of you know since last episode mixed it up and we've changed to a couple other games. Yeah, haven't been. I haven't touched Destiny at all since then. I think, yeah. and you've probably played a little bit of it, but no, I haven't at all. I haven't played. I haven't even picked it up for a couple of weeks. I actually had an operation a few weeks back, and I played Destiny a few times, and that was nearly a month ago. So I played a f- it for a few hours, maybe after the operation, and then yeah, the last now... podcast episode was the twenty seventh of October. So yeah, a month yeah. ago. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. It's been a busy time of year. Fucking get off my back. Mm. Yeah. We got a new oh, host. An operation. So there you yeah. go. He got stabbed in the guts. Yeah, multiple times. Multiple times. And I, I should see the other I day. Just work. Jazz. Yeah. Fucking doctors. <laughs> anyway. Take <laughs> <See> that. <laughs> well, I um, I got a new host for the website, so it might load quicker for people. Yeah. We were going to try and get some topless hosts, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. No, but hopefully the podcast episodes potentially will download faster for you, I guess, if you want to care about that. that. <laughs> if you want to keep them and shit. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to listen to the show. Wow. So anyway, yeah. Um, and I've been playing Far Cry. Far Cry 4, obviously. Um, not the first one again. Far Cry 1. Uh, yeah, I've, I went back in time and picked that up on a Steam sale that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, and <laughs> well, it's almost over. <laughs> yeah, in a couple of hours, so this won't be posted before that happens anyway. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing a shitload of that. Um, Matt has been playing Far Cry. Inquis- not Far Cry. What's Dragon Age. Everything is Far Cry. I played everything. Actually, you know what I haven't talked about yet? Assassin's Creed Unity. Very true. It's you been a lot into that. It has been a long time since we recorded last. Yeah. Uh, right. So, yeah, I mean, there's been a bit, a few things that I've played. But I guess we can start with um, Assassin's Creed Unity. Does that mean that I haven't even really talked about Call of Duty? No. Have I played that? No, you haven't talked about that yet either. Right, sweet ass. <laughs> Jesus. So ages. We'll smash out Assassin's Creed Unity first. Uh, sure. I got. I was pretty keen for it. I bought the the Guillotine edition from the Ubisoft store online, which cost like two hundred and twenty bucks or some fucking outrageous amount. Mm. And it came with a bunch of cool shit because I was excited because I like Assassin's Creed. Now this year they've done Assassin's Creed Rogue for PS3 and 360 and Assassin's Creed Unity for Xbox One and PS4. Completely separate games, different times and everything. Um, I can't buy a couple of weeks, but... No, they came out on the same day. <laughs> oh, different times. All right, yeah. Yeah. I get no, you. Assassin's Creed Unity is French Revolution, and mm-hmm. so like 1790s. And um, actually, the time periods are pretty close, I'd say. The, um, the Rogue one is... Still over in America, I think, like around okay. the same area as Assassin's Creed Three. So fair enough. Yeah, um, but uh, I've had a look at both because I, I got uh, I, my housemates been playing Assassin's Creed Rogue, and it mm-hmm. looks pretty good for a PS3 game. I'm pretty impressed with it. It kind of made me want to play that rather than Unity because. When Unity came out, it was a complete fucking disaster. Mm. Nothing, they've, I don't know why, but uh, 
Ubisoft have this fucking obsession with interconnecting systems, like Uplay and all that shit that they do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, yeah, the servers for Uplay went down on the day of launch, and so there's, like, chests in the game that you can't access without being able to connect to Uplay. There's other chests that link through Uplay to the companion app, which wasn't working because Uplay was down. And there was bugs with people falling through the ground. So you'd like at random times you'd jump over something and then just keep falling into foreverness until you die. That's cool. Um, people with no faces. There was all kinds of glitches. And you know what pisses me off is like I was watching Good Game and I appreciate what Good Game do because they fucking, you know, they get lots of different, they get a big audience. So they get a lot of people interested in games that might not otherwise be interested in them. But they made a comment about Assassin's Creed Unity where they said it has the old, um, you need to wait for the week, the first week patch (laughs) to play sort of thing. As in that's the fucking norm these days. And I think it's a disgrace that we are kind of accepting that that's the way it needs to be. Yeah. Because it is true. That I don't think a lot of games these days. Yeah, but it, it shouldn't be, because you go out and you pay your hard-earned money. I mean, mm. you might as well say that the PS4 and Xbox One are online only, because mm. you can't fucking play games without patching them. Yeah, and they're big patches too. Like they are. They did. I think they're up to the third or fourth patch for Assassin's Creed Unity, and each one was two point four gig. Wow. Right now. That is not appropriate for your standard fucking user mm. to expect your customers to download if they're continuously playing it to download like seven and a half gig worth of patches. And if you buy it digitally as well, you've already downloaded sixty gig you know, or forty. Yeah. What they say? I think they said it was like forty something gig. So there you go. You're downloading uh, another quarter of the game on top of that. So that's a bit hectic. But, I mean, we got, uh, you know, sorry, you were here when you got um, GTA. Yeah. And that that was pretty big. Yeah, but that's for the digital version of the game. I'm not talking mm. about patching, though. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying, like, like GTA the, 5 works, the out, whole works out of the box. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. But if you're someone who doesn't have the internet, you're not buying digital copies of the games. Yeah. You buy them retail and then you take them home and they're fucked unless you connect to True. the net and download a two and a half gig patch, which is not necessarily a fucking reasonable thing to expect. Yeah. We shouldn't be paying a hundred fucking dollars or even for $70 for a game that is fucked. Yeah. And I think it's a fucking bit shit that we're, we've got this kind of culture starting to happen where we're like, oh, no, you just got to wait for the patch. Like, <laughs> why fucking even bother buying a game at launch then? Why not yeah, just wait right. six months? Then you know that it works and it costs a fuckload less. And then this development Very studios true. go out of business, which they fucking deserve to anyway, if mm, they can't put out a game that doesn't yeah, work. Exactly. Anyway. But then again, if they get delayed, then we cry foul sometimes. I, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't I'd rather get something that worked, yeah. but I'd also rather the companies relax on their dates as well yeah. because I think they're pushing way too hard in some cases. Well, that's the thing with Unity. They delayed it by two weeks as mm. if two weeks was enough. Yeah, that's right. You know, Why not just delay it for a couple of months? They delayed it two weeks and it came out on the same day as Rogue. It's like a Drive, week after, Drive Club. A week just... after Far Cry 4. Like, yeah. Exactly. I don't know who the fuck's deciding their dates there. It's obviously to do with financial periods and shit like that. True. But their shares took a massive dive with the launch of Assassin's Creed Unity because that shit was broken. It, they, their shares dropped mm-hmm. by like 10% overnight. Wow. Well, yeah, but anyway, Drive Club, yeah, that's still fucked. Yeah, as far still as not, I know. Yeah. Well, the you know, PS Plus edition still that doesn't even exist. Yeah. So that's a bit shit. I don't know. They. It's just frustrating. It annoys me that that shit happens. But apart from that, I really like the setting in Assassin's Creed Unity. 
I think they've done a really good job in creating recreating like 18th century Paris. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff on uh, you know, social media with people going and taking photos and stuff and overlaying it over the game. Yeah, and, comparing. You know, the, yeah, and they did an amazing job. It is a bit weird things. that all the voice actors speak. Like, when you're walking down the streets, people are speaking in French, like random NPCs arguing with each other. Yeah. But mm-hmm. every single character that you talk to and your own character have British accents, <laughs> which makes no fucking sense at all, and it's really no. jarring. Yeah. But... That's know. pretty funny. But um, Speaking so- of funny accents... Oh, no, keep going if you're still talking about it. I was just going to say I finished... I gave up. I didn't finish it. I gave up on it. I'll probably go back to it later because Dragon Age Inquisition came out and I was like, well, I am not going to waste my time with... I think I was trying to play it and it has the same... um, Okay, so the controls in it are slightly better. Now it has like free roaming up and down. So if you're holding the free run button... Uh, in the older ones, you just hold that and run at a wall, and it would climb up the wall. And nowadays, and now in the new one, if you hold the free run button and like circle, or what, A, or B on Xbox, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. The one of the buttons, <laughs> it'll run down. He'll free run in a downward direction if it's possible. So oh, like yeah. if you're standing on a roof, and you're holding free run up. And he'll jump across to the next building or if you're pressing free run and the down button, he'll start to try to climb down off the building. Oh, so yeah. that makes it a little bit easier to control, but you still have the same issues where you find yourself like spinning in circles and climbing up the wrong thing. And there's a button, you press L2 to climb through windows when you're sitting, when you're hanging next to him, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always work. So you've like... That's frustrating. Yeah, it's but that that's is why pretty normal up. with that game. Yeah, but it's just on top of everything else, it was really frustrating. What is awesome about Assassin's Creed Unity is the co-op. Instead of the multiplayer being competitive, like in the other ones, it's always been competitive with like uh, you know six people trying to assassinate each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there's just a shitload of co-op missions around the map and heists that you can do. Oh, cool! And so. Yeah, you just join up in a club or whatever because they've got these things called clubs in the game where you can join and play with other people. And, um, yeah, they're like, it's actually surprisingly really, really fun to run around and do those missions with a friend. Yeah, it would be. So I was actually kind of hoping that we'd be able to give uh, Far Cry a go before. But, uh, with the co-op. Get to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a pain. But it looks awesome. Yeah, I'm, I've sorry you finished. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm yeah, done. All right, cool. I'll go That's back to Unity eventually, but maybe yeah, like it, it's a decent game. Time. It's a it's a it's another Assassin's Creed game. It's just that the bugs and stuff really pissed me off. And mm. when I've got other games to play, like Dragon Age Inquisition and GTA Five, and after this, like Far Cry Four, it's like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try and force myself into playing a game that is not as good as the other games I've got. Yeah. And that sucks for to say that about an Assassin's Creed game because I've always been a massive fan of them. Mm. But, you know, man, as of right now, that game is not on my radar at all. No, that's fair enough then. Well, yeah, Far Cry 4 is has been pretty incredible. I've really enjoyed it. Um I'm. I've probably put in 30, 35 hours at this point. I forgot to have a look this afternoon. Um, but I've done close to about, I don't know, 35% of the game, I think. So, and a lot of it's just been just exploring and running around. I haven't even unlocked uh, the north half of the map yet. So, yeah, it's it's pretty massive and you know i've been just every now and again jump on and you just go and do a couple of the smaller missions like you you know as i was talking about it before the you know upgrading your all your kits you know so you can carry more ammo and carry more health packs oh yeah like crafting and stuff the same as far cry 3 
Yeah, yeah. You run around and you just got to try and find animals and you skin them and you use the skins in crafting to upgrade stuff. And uh, it's kind of interesting, like just coming up with different ways. Obviously, there's you know so many different animals in the game that some of them are really hard to kill. And if you don't kill them in the right way, then you like if you, for instance, drop a, a pack of C4 because there's a rhino and you just shoot the rhino so it runs at you and then you take a few steps back and blow it up, you damage its skin so it's useless. Oh, yeah. But that's the, the easiest way to kill a rhino. So, you know, the, yeah, otherwise you'll end up standing there shooting it for the next five minutes and it just keeps going at you. It is pretty frustrating in that way. Like there's a bit in there. It is a big part of it, the animals in the game, like it was in number in three. Um, you're just running around and it's all, uh, well, Far Cry's set in a make-believe country, I suppose. Haven't even talked about it at all, but it's um, it's a it's a make-believe place. Uh, it's just in turmoil. Um, there's a a faction called the um. Oh, I'm not going to go too far into it because if, if you want to play it, you're going to play it. So it's pretty good. But you got the Golden Path, right? Which are the people that are trying to overthrow the king and take back the country. But the country's kind of fucked anyway. So you're here at half, like even a quarter of the way into the game, the two people that run the Golden Path are having this argument about, you know, what are we going to do when we do actually take the country back? Because it has nothing. It has absolutely nothing at all. Like the the king has destroyed the place. Everything that was an export has now been turned into some kind of drug manufacturing plant. Um, so the only things that come out of the country are drugs, opium, coke. It's a, just a huge thing all the way through the game. Um, yeah, so it's kind of full on. Like it's a real political undertone to the game in that regard um but uh yeah it just seems pretty amazing like you you're just running around like you're on the 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 golden path path i suppose um (laughs) (laughs) that's your faction and you're running around trying to you know take these people out but the bad guys who are just like guards kind of thing. There's all, you know, about five different types, but um, some are harder to kill than others. But you can have like, you'll be running into a a camp to try and kill the people that are in there and overthrow that outpost, which opens up parts of the map for you. Um, And you can kill them easy, like two shots, most of them, and they're dead. But dogs will come and attack you or honey badgers come and attack you and you shoot them like 30 times you go through two clips trying to kill the smallest animals in the game and yeah, that sucks it's ridiculous like i get my sniper rifle out and i'd shoot a dog in the head from you know 20 paces and then it just kind of gets startled and runs off but you do that to a dude from you know 400 meters well, obviously not really 400 metres, but, you know, 100 metres away, you shoot a dude with a sniper rifle and he dies in, you know, a chest shot kind of thing. So it's it's really unbalanced in that regard. Um, it's kind of funny. Like, I had to go and actually kill some rhinos to get their skin. And it's actually, because the rhinos are so big, it actually is a real disadvantage to them. So I worked it out pretty quickly that if you just try and go toe-to-toe with a rhino, they're going to smack you. And that only takes like one or two hits before you die. Um, Even when you've got full, you know, all your health is upgraded and everything. So anyway, uh, (laughs) I realized that if you just stand behind a tree and you just rotate around the tree and keep the tree in between you and the rhino, even if it's just a smallish tree, um, the rhino can't get you. So it kind of runs at the tree and then goes, and then you just like move out and shoot it with a shotgun right in its head and it only takes like four shots to kill it. Takes care of business. Yeah, and I'd been just unloading like fully automatic machine guns into these rhinos trying to run away and hide and then, you know, pop back up and get a little bit more and, and then I just thought, oh, I can actually just torment the poor thing. 
and then shoot <laughs> it in the face. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, awesome, hey? Strategy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, there is a, a fair bit of that kind of thing in the game, just lots of strategies and better ways to do things. Um, they've actually, I think, in this one, they've done a better job with um, some things, I guess, like uh, your stealth and, you know, doing things in a more stealthy manner i guess like the the actual ai is a little bit more intelligent in this one as well um but there are a lot of things that are really dumb still like driving is really fucking hard to do um and you've still got the things like the um you know like there was the vehicle challenges in the last one now they're video challenges so they're races and stuff um and it, I don't know. It, it's just really clunky to try and drive anything in that game. Um, so it it just is a bit annoying to, to really go into it. Um, so I haven't really done too many of those missions because that whole section of the game, just the driving, pisses me off. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good, fun game. I've been really, really into it. And it's the whole reason why I haven't played anything else for the last two weeks at least just loving it yeah and beautiful absolutely beautiful running around in you know basically the himalayas um you know there's a lot of uh there's very a very spiritual side to the game as well um you know because you're in that part of the world which is very religious and very spiritual um there's a lot to do with that that is incorporated in the story and you know some of the missions are that you have to go and stop the the army basically the royal army from um you know bombing sacred sites and you know trying to take down some of the you know really large statues that they have that have been carved from rock out of these massive mountains kind of thing um government's always trying to fuck with shit yeah totally Freaks. Yep. So yeah, it's it's really full on, and that that kind of goes towards the the political undertones of the game as well. But yeah, it's great, and I reckon if anybody played the third one, I mean, I put a fair fair bit of time into it, I guess. Um, but I found it a little bit hard to control in some sections. Um, this has actually done a really good job, I think, and having the obviously I've got it on the PS4 having the um the touch sensitive pad in the center actually works quite well um it gives you an full access to the wheel so you've got you know all different you got your eight directions on your wheel where that's all the stuff that you're carrying like your you know weapons and oh, like uh, you know, inventory and wheel yeah um but then if you go into that and you press R1 I think it goes to a secondary which has you know different kind of upgrades for syringes and you know just it gives you different abilities I guess depending on what you've crafted and stuff that you learn along the way um so it's it's well done I think they actually did a pretty good job with it this time and um a bit more intuitive in some bits mm. but uh yeah well I mean, yeah. I've heard it's a lot like um Far Cry 3 and I fucking love Far Cry 3 so mm. more of good things is always a good thing yeah oh, it is very very similar to 3 really is you know, you, you, it's unmistakable that it's just number 4 mm. so that's pretty good but there's some really funny bits in this as well now like um, you know any vehicle you get into there's the the local radio kind of um, DJ and he's <laughs> He says some pretty funny shit. Um, the only problem with that is that it's only funny for the first you know, couple of times that you hear it, and it becomes extremely repetitive after that. Um, <laughs> but still, I find myself like just getting into a car and then just not even hearing the radio. Um, you can press like up on the D-pad, which turns the radio off, 
but occasionally I'll just get in and I'll be driving and focusing on that. I won't even hear the radio going or hear him talking. And then he'll say something and just catch my attention and I'll find myself laughing at it again. But I know I've heard it, you know, a dozen times at least for everything that he said now. So it's getting quite annoying. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to opening up the second half. Hopefully I get to do that soon. Um, I'm just, like I said, just running around doing smaller missions and trying to unlock the map as much as I can and explore and just figure out the the you know density of the entire world that they've created. Mm. It was pretty pretty awesome. So, Sweet. Um, yeah, so that's that one. Um, did you want to talk about Dragon Age? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's the 2nd of December as we record this, and that means Game of the Year talk is going to be happening soon. Pretty soon. Like in a few weeks. Mm. Might see if I can get a special guest for us. GTA 5. For that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, GTA 5 is fucking awesome the second time around. That yeah. first-person stuff they added in is just mm. so good. It, made, it completely changes the game. Yeah. But, um... Dragon Age shooting a lot better. Mm. I reckon made a huge difference. Yeah, no, Dragon Age is going to be the one for me, I think, at this stage because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, that's fair. It's massive. I've put in about 40 hours so far, and it's just, and I'm just like running around exploring, doing all the side missions and stuff. It was odd because I read a thing before I started playing it while I had the game sitting there. Um, actually, the collector's edition for it I had pre-ordered mm. and I watched a fucking unboxing the morning the game came out. I watched an unboxing video and <laughs> and it was like the, everything was loose in the box and it was some of it was broken and it was all fucking cheap shit. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I watched two more unboxing videos and they were all the same. Like something <laughs> something in each of them was broken and it was all just cheap shit. Um, the, wow. the cloth map was awesome, you know, mm. but that's about it. And so I was like, oh, well, fuck this. I'm not paying however much for that. So I went in and cancelled it and got the, um, just <laughs> got price match for Dick Smith or whatever, 70 bucks. Nice. Got it. And man, oh man, it's fucking awesome. Like, it does look like a pretty good game. It just, while I was playing Assassin's Creed Unity, yeah, I had the game sitting there. And one of my friends posted, actually Chad, who's been on the podcast before, he posted on Facebook saying like that um, it was something to do with, so the first area that you go into in the game once you open up an open world bit is called the Hinterlands. And there's a heap of other different areas. Um, I've just unlocked like eight or ten more of them after reaching wow. a certain story point. And there was like five or six already unlocked. But the first one you go to is the Interlands. And it's a really wide open space where there's heaps of shit to do. And this article was saying like that Bioware um, designers were like tweeting saying, because people are like complaining that all the quests are the same and it's boring. Mm. And they were saying, like, are you in the Hinterlands? And they're like, yes. And they're like, have you been out of the Hinterlands? And they're like, no. And they're and like, the, but and, I haven't finished the Hinterlands yet. Yeah. And the lead designers or, and stuff were like, you should just leave and go to other areas and come back to the Hinterlands later because that stuff will still be there. And then, but they're like wanting to be perfection, perfectionist, completionist sort of thing and finish everything first before leaving. And I thought to myself, like, before having played the game, I was like, isn't it a bit ridiculous if you have created a game and you have to tweet people to tell them to move along from an area? <laughs> like, doesn't that, isn't that a failing on level design to not slowly direct people into yeah. other areas? Yeah. But I've been playing it and I played the shit. I finished everything in the Hinterlands before moving on and I didn't find it boring at all. And it's unlocking more and more Hinterland stuff anyway as I keep going. Like, as you become better friends with your companions, uh, it unlocks other other quests back in areas you've already been to. But, oh, that's um, pretty cool. It's The world is massive. It's, you know, continuing on from Dragon Age 2 with the whole mages versus Templars thing. And it's there's like a 
super baddie who's trying to destroy the world and fuck everything over. So Wow, never heard that storyline before. Yeah, but it's got like really it's really got a, a heap of well thought out dialogue and the world is really well made. You know, there's lore everywhere for you to read if you're into that and if not you don't have to. One downside is the AI controls. See, they've gone kind of back to Dragon Age Orange Origins a bit with a more tactical way to control your team if you want to. So in it, basically on the PS4, what you do is you press the touchpad and it freezes the game and goes to turn-based sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. it changes the camera to be bird's eye view and you can direct each character to go like you click one of your companions and then go click a space or click a monster and it'll attack that. So you can do individual controls during battles if you want. And then um, also they have like AI controls that you can set up like behavior. So you can set, if if you're playing as a mage and you've got a warrior in your party, you can set them to automatically defend you if you're getting attacked, which comes in really handy. But um, they had that kind of stuff in Origins and it was way more fleshed out. Like you could get down into the nitty gritty of what would happen. Like, so it'd have like kind of, if this situation happens, you can do this. Whereas now it's like, if your health gets below 30%, they'll drink a health potion unless there's only 20% of health potions left, in which case they'll leave them so that you can manually do it. Whereas in the old one, you could be like, if my health hits this level, cast this spell and drink a potion. So it could be like cast a shield spell or something like that. So it doesn't have that kind of level of control in this one, which is disappointing because I was that would probably make this the fucking best RPG of all time, in my opinion. But, I mean, even as it is, the world is massive. Uh, the score, the musical score is fucking epic as it needs to be for a game like that. There's dragons fucking everywhere. Like, uh, there's there's will like wildlife all through the wilderness to like create a realness to the world and sort of life running mm. here and there and just yeah it's really well made um that's pretty much what i like about far cry too i mean it far is. cry is graphically it looks a lot better than dragon age but dragon age still like there's certain things that with textures popping but um you know, for the scope of the game, I think they've done a pretty good job <clears throat> of finding mm-hmm. balance. Uh, yeah, it's funny, actually. Uh, talking about how broken some games are, I've only had some really, really tiny issues with Far Cry. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be at just really completely random times. Like, um, just all of a sudden I opened a door and it cut all the, or half the audio from the game for some reason. Like there was that sound of the door opening and closing, and then all of a sudden shooting a gun didn't make any noise, but people yelling wood, engines wouldn't, you know, shit like that seemed really weird. that is weird. Um, Yeah, Um, but it only happened, I think, twice in the last 40 hours or whatever it is. Mm. Um, And all it is is just, you know, save and quit and then reload straight back into it. Um, and it seemed to be fine. But, yeah, it's it's really interesting that the the beauty of Far Cry is just so epic. And that whole thing of, you know, where they've added the life, like you said about Dragon Age, um, you know, adding life to just the surroundings by having animals and little things and hearing things, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, the ambience is beautiful. That's the kind of thing that Rockstar really like fucking pinpointed in their games and, mm. you know, where you can walk down the street and, you know, see a fucking deer bouncing yeah. along or whatever in GTA Five. Mm-hmm. But even in in other Rockstar games, like in Red Dead Redemption. Oh, Red Dead was huge for that. Yeah. yeah. Just like hearing wolves in the background yeah, and shit like that. that was kind crazy. Of, that kind of thing to really yeah. make you get immersed in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, very much. And so. yeah, that's like like I said with Assassin's Creed Unity, the thing that takes me completely out of the world. Like I get really into it because I fucking love French Re- Revolution sort of history. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. interesting. 
Like it's a fucking pivotal time in the world as we know it. Yeah. And like But not when they're all English. Yeah, they're all talking with a British accent and it's like yeah. they're using French words thrown into conversation. Mm. But it doesn't make any fucking sense because they're talking with a British accent and it's yeah. just like that kind of thing takes you out of it. So, hmm. but yeah, I mean, Dragon Age is just phenomenal. For anyone who likes high fantasy RPGs, uh, I would definitely recommend it. And then obviously Far Cry 4 is a contender. Um, I got Little Big Planet 3. Oh, yeah. But I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I've just been fucking playing a bunch of um, Dragon Age. What else? <laughs> oh, you played Call of Duty. Yes, yes, I was just about to say that. Um, I haven't played a hell of a lot of it, to be honest, um, because it's uh, it's good fun. It, don't get me wrong, it is a pretty good game, um, but it's just Call of Duty. It, it has a really good storyline for the single player, um, but it's just Call of Duty. There's not really anything more to say about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's the some thing that, new, new stuff like exosuits and all that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that all that kind of stuff made it a bit more interesting and, you know, added to the storyline and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just some added abilities that you got to do. Um, but in, to be honest, it just, I don't know, in, in parts. And I think the issue that I had with it um, was just because it was Call of Duty. It was so fucking hectic um, going from Destiny where it never really becomes overwhelming. You know, like everything is pretty clear what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and even in Far Cry, it's very similar. Like you don't really get disorientated because too much shit is going on on your screen. Mm. Um, but that's what Call of Duty is. You know, yeah, it's, it's all it, about like fast just, paced and yeah, fucking that's sort right. of sensory overload. Yeah, and and the thing that really got me was that you, I just would lose my way like it's saying do this, do this, do this and it's screaming at you and there's shit going on everywhere and you're like I don't even know what the fuck this dude's telling me to do. Like where do I go? There's nothing to tell me where shit is and you know all of a sudden you just die and then you you know you're back where you were and then it's like oh okay so that's now i kind of understand what i've got to do from that point um and that kind of gets a bit frustrating with games i suppose like if you end up dying to be able to figure out what you have to do next it kind of defeats the purpose in trying to stay alive well, that's the thing in, so, in Call of Duty. You don't even need to worry about staying alive. No, exactly. And All that's, right. you know, whatever. That's the difference in the game. But I, I think it lost me a lot of it because of that. Um, and, you know, there's dudes saying, shoot that guy, shoot that guy. And then you can't even see that there's people there because there'll be something just completely crazy happening on the screen. And, you know, you just can't see that there's people the, you know, there's nothing to kind of, you know, like a lot of games, I suppose, they, you know, people glow through things so you can see them, um, you know, just to give you an idea of where you're supposed to be focusing. Um, it, it obviously does not do that in a lot of cases now. So, you know, Call of Duty is just like, oh, it never really has, but you know, it, it just becomes hectic and then you run and then it doesn't even show you if you've killed somebody, so you shoot them and then you think they're dead, but it's just taken them a long time to get back up. So you shoot them and you see them fall down, which in my gaming head triggers straight away that they're dead. Um, Yeah, it is totally. So I run down the hall or down the fucking, you know, whatever it is, um, down the alleyway and then they just get back up and they just axe you from behind because you just thought that they were dead. Double tap. Yeah, not good. You got a double but, tap. But yeah, good game. I've, I've kind of forgotten about it because Far Cry has just yeah. taken up so much. Well, that's the thing. I was um, just looking at my trophy list and I actually, since we <laughs> recorded last, I platinumed Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> 
and I completely <laughs> forgot about it. But that game is fucking awesome. That game like does traversal like Assassin's Creed, but it fucking mm. works. Yeah. You know, you're like a superhero in it it's to the point where you can jump off a cliff and fucking fall 100 meters and not die yeah. because you're like a half-possessed spirit sort of dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like fucking mind control orcs and like if you're into Lord of the Rings, seriously. It's pretty full-on Middle story. Earth, yeah, Middle Earth yeah. would be up there for me for game of the year as well because that thing is like even though I forgot to completely forgot to mention it, <laughs> I didn't realize it had been so friggin' long since we recorded last. Well, to be honest, I actually thought it was kind of cool that it was just over a month ago. Yeah. Because it feels like it's been longer. Yeah. Because there's been so much yeah, shit well, that's I been going on. Fucking, I platinum Shadow of Mortal. I put like 20 <laughs> hours into Assassin's Creed and now like 30 hours into fucking Dragon Age. Yeah, exactly. I've got a problem. You do. Or I don't have a problem well, and everyone else has a problem. A problem. Hey? Your girlfriend's got a huge problem on her hands. No. She doesn't mind. <laughs> It's unreal. I just don't do anything except see her and then when I'm not seeing her playing video games. Mm. It's like, what are you doing today? Do you want to go out drinking? Uh, We've got to kill people. Can't do that. Yeah. Fair enough. It's like in the Goldbergs when he's like, how are you so good at this? I have a really small social circle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, no, like... I can't remember Middle Earth well enough to go into it without, because it's only just popped back into my head. But um, you even played? Hey, that you even played it at all? Yeah, because yeah. I've just been so distracted by Dragon Age. You know, mm. like I don't even. I go to work and I'm just like, what am I even doing here? I want to be playing Dragon Age. <laughs> That's not good. For it's you. it's fucking a good, a good game, man. But um, Shadow of Mordor is. An excellent, normally like licensed games like that turn out to be shit. Mm. I mean, apart from obviously the Batman Arkham series, which has proven to be quite awesome. Um, In a lot of cases that you can draw a lot from that as a as a you know, reference to Shadows of Mordor. Yeah, well, even like the fighting style mm. with the countering and stuff like that is very similar to Arkham. But I mean, in terms of writing and stuff like that as well, like, obviously, gameplay is a key factor. Like, like that's what lacks in most licensed games. Yeah. But um, true, true. Shadow of Mordor does a really good job of mixing in that Batman combat with Assassin's Creed climbing and stuff. Um, one downside of Assassin's Creed Unity, by the way, is that you can't whistle anymore. In in the older ones, uh, you could hide and whistle to attract things, attract mm-hmm. people. So they've really tried to make the stealth more um, challenging, I guess. So it has like a a shadow where you last were seen, and so you've got to use that to kind of lure people by standing in their view long enough for them to get attracted to come over, and not go like, "There's an assassin, let's kill him." Yeah. So they're just curious and then you sort of lure them and then kill them, which is f- kind of frustrating. If you climb into a haystack and you're like, the only way I can attract him is by getting out. And if I get out, he'll fucking see me, mm. you know? So that kind of yeah, is that, annoying. That, that's kind of interesting in uh, in Far Cry when you've got to throw rocks. Yeah, like, I mean, that kind of yeah. thing is awesome, being able mm. to lure people. But I, yeah. I feel like maybe, maybe they're trying to... Um, answer to the fans who complain that the stealth is too easy yeah because if you can just attract things with like in far cry it's fucking easy you sit in a bush (laughs) and you throw a rock and they're like what was that and you throw another one and then another one and they're just like what was that what was that not like there's a fucking dude over there throwing rocks how obvious is that you're just throwing three from the same spot it's pretty while you're watching and then you just jump out and stab him in the face (laughs) you know and so I guess that's why, because they're like, oh, we don't, we want to make yeah. it a little bit more difficult because you're an assassin. So exactly. it can't all be jumping off roofs to fucking dive at people. Like you can, yeah. you can still jump into haystacks from fucking hundreds of meters in the air, which <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. It's not even a glass of water. It's unreal. Like you hit the, you jump off the top of Notre Dame or something into a frigging <laughs> haystack cart and you hear this thunk when you hit in the cart, yeah. and he just quickly just jumps out and walks off. You're like, 
dude, you'll be dead. <laughs> that hay is all red now from your blood and guts. You're fucked. But anyway. Um, I got uh, the beta for the crew. Yeah. The beta. Or was it the alpha? Beta. It was a beta? Yeah. Sweet. All right. came out today or yesterday? Today. Uh, today. Um, which we got as well. So I'll have to give that a bit of a turn. Um, but um, you played a little bit of that as well. Mm. And the beta just didn't leave me wanting at all. Um, it's, as I said to you today, the thing that pisses me off about a lot of driving games is they really focus on that heavy, big block American style cars and they just fucking drive like crap. They're terrible to drive in games. I don't know why they do it. They're like big, dumb boats that just are way too overpowered. And they don't, it, I don't know. When I played it, the cars didn't even feel that fast. Yeah, they just just didn't respond well. Even just like getting the top speed, they. But I don't know. I mean, it's it was the beta, so we can't really judge it on that, um, and that's understandable. I don't know. Is but... it supposed to be a simulator? Because like most arcadey style racing games have sort of twitch movement. Yeah. So you can because I, I was driving along and. The traffic is fucking annoying because if you're trying mm-hmm. to go long distance, like the roads aren't wide enough for you to weave in and out of traffic because the cars are too unresponsive. So I was just like slamming into everything. Yeah. I don't know. The, the thing with driving games that I find is that you need to give them a lot of, uh, at least a couple of hours to get used to the controls because every yeah, driving game true. is different. And so unless mm-hmm. you're a massive driving game fan, you're not going to fucking give it the time of day if the controls are really frustrating. Yeah, exactly. And I guess yeah. that's a shame because you look at things like the crew. Well, I mean, the two the two biggest games for drivers is, in my eyes, um, GT and Forza. Well, they're supposed to be kind they're, of simulator type Yeah, things. they're simulators with an arcade kind of section to them. Um, but they actually drive really fucking well. And they respond really fucking well and they've done a great job on trying to make the cars individual enough but not like fucking boats and it's just really bad when you get into a car in a game and it just drives like a fucking tugboat that just wants to you know do fishtails i don't know it's weird it's weird. But anyway, I'm going to have no choice but to give that a bit more time before I can pass judgment properly on it. <laughs> Any more than you already have? Yes. So there'll be hopefully some more one day. But, I mean, we're kind of coming to, I guess, the, like you said, the end of the year now. There's only a couple of games now that are coming out before Christmas. Yeah, we're pretty much done, I think. What else mm. is there? Nothing, really. Uh, no, actually, the... Yeah, the crew's out now and Little Big Planet's out. Um, the new Lego Batman's out, which I would love to have a crack at, but I don't have time. So, unfortunately, that'll be one for next year sometime, I'm sure. Possibly. There are some pretty good deals to get at the moment as well. Um, big bundle kind of console bundles for Christmas time. Yeah, if, keep uh, your eye out for those yeah. bad boys. Uh, EB's got, I saw one with the Xbox and seven games um, for pretty much 600 bucks, which is what you know it is anyway. Um, oh, no, it's normally 550 isn't it, for the Xbox One? I have no idea. All right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, PlayStation, they had one with a couple of games as well. Um, but, yeah, if you're in the market for getting a new, you know, for upgrading to current gen or looking to get one for a present for someone. Plenty of that shit going around at the moment, so have a look around. Um, yeah, and I suppose that's pretty much going to be the end of the show, isn't it? We're pretty much done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll, for the rest of this year, we'll probably do maybe one other episode, maybe two episodes. 
Yeah. Actually, the Destiny expansion comes out next Tuesday, so we might have a, well, Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, I think it activates with the reset of, of the server at 7 or p.m. or whenever that is. So mm. we might have a chat about that potentially. Could be worth it, yeah. And maybe a little bit more of a chat about the crew and other things. Yeah. Um, and then game of the year. And then in the new year, there's no fucking new games until like the end of January with like Dying Light, which looks awesome. And then in February is like Order 1886 and a couple other yeah, fucking bits and pieces. Good. Evolve, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I'm so, really looking forward to that. But, that um, looks great. I know, it's looking... Uh, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris is... Um, this yeah, month. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be awesome because yeah, uh, that's you know, next played, week that comes out. So played that a few times uh, with the with my young boys. So the last one. Stuff. What was the yeah. last one called? Uh, the I can't even remember. Something <laughs> of time was it? So I don't know. Ocarus? No. No. Fucks me. <laughs> Ocarus. I'm just making up shit now. <laughs> yeah. What if I click it? It might say something. Um. No. Nothing. Doesn't say anything. Certainly didn't say Ocarus. So <laughs> it might anyway. Have said that. <laughs> well, that's the end of the show. Guardian um, of Light. You, that's probably something along the lines of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you like the show, you can email us at uh, podcast at um, You can try and reach out to us if you see us playing one time. Uh, I'm BQ410 on the PSN um, and on pretty much on Steam and Origin as well and you play um, Matt's Asmarith on probably all the other stuff yeah um, so yeah if you see us drop us a line send us a friend request whatever um, if you like the podcast you don't like the podcast then keep it to yourself really uh, but if you do like it send us an email like I said um, uh, yeah so that's about it and until next episode Thank you very much for listening and goodbye from me. Goodbye, everybody. That was from him. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.